If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the normal episode? (laughs) Keep going! The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now! Yes, sign up now! Sign up today! Welcome to the Brew Crew. My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to this very special Christmassy edition of Brew with the Bennets. Ting, 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 ting. We needed some bells then. That would have been perfect. Never mind. Missed we've got opportunity. Be- we've got a bell end. Oh, dear. <clears throat> a very Can Christmas bell end. Can you do a bit end. of noise over the top? Like ting, 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 ting. Can you do that? No, no, that's not even bells. It's just me going ching, ching, no, ching. No, I meant can you dub it in afterwards? Ding, like ding, a nice ding. little... No. No. Are you going for a Christmas number one? Because the rules are with Christmas number ones. No, I'm not you singing. You have to have bells and I'm you not, have no, to have... No, but I'm not singing. It's not... No, I just wanted a bit of bells in the background. Well, you haven't got bells. Right. I've, got, I've only got one okay. bell on me and it makes no sound. Okay, fine. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Um, Sorry. So, anyway, uh, it's a Christmassy edition. <laughs> they all bloody all know that. it because there's no bells. But anyway... <laughs> and... Um, we're we're right in the throes of it, um, and I hope you're all okay. Yeah. It's um, it's it's a Monday morn here as we record this, and um, do you know? Do you know? Can I just say? What? I love how you pick up phrases from the Middle Ages. What? It's a Monday morn. That's not I Middle Ages. Nobody, you know, you don't talk like that in the real world. It, putting a microphone on you, it makes I'm doing you, my podcast voice. It's like the old-fashioned, do you know the BBC clipped standard? No, it's not. It is. No, That's how, no you, it's you'd not. You'd have been very good in, in, in no, the 1940s. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been very good in the 1940s. Hey, good morning. What? No, I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't. What, you wouldn't be good in the 1940s? No, I wouldn't be good in the 1940s. You would be brilliant. In it's Monday morn and um, <laughs> and we want to say hello, welcome, especially if you are a new listener yeah. and you're going backwards. So you're starting at the, the newest. Oh, I thought you meant physically going no, backwards. No, not going backwards physically. Um, if you're a new listener and you can start in from the freshest, going to the oldest, um, <laughs> most recent down to the oldest. I'm taking it back now. The newest the, to they, the oldest. They'd never let you on the radio now. No. Because you've done that. They'd have been, yeah. good morning, oldest, get her out. Yeah. She's a I was, say, I was saying to Liz the other day as we drove to Newstead Abbey, um, I said to her, it's terrible because when you talk to kids, you sometimes say incorrect English. And I've noticed that when we do a baby voice and you go... Because when I do my classes, I do a class on the sea. And uh, I say, look at the little fishies. And it's not fishes, is it? It's no. fish. What's that little change in voice as well? Here's the little fishies. It's like you have to Can do... Can you see the little fishies? Do you ever feel like some of them would just go, talk normally, dickhead? It's not fishes. It's not We're fishes. We're te- teaching them incorrect... And that's me. It's look a at linguist. the fish. Fucking hell. Wow. So look at the little fish. That's it. No fishies. Fish. Yeah. But fishies don't. Fish doesn't sound cute. Doesn't. So anyway. So you've uh, you're all right then, darling. You're okay. Madam Bennett said it's fishes. <laughs> I can just hear him going home and telling the parents. You bring in plurals. How dare you bring in incorrect plurals into yeah. this house, you yeah. little shits! You titted. Singular. Your tit. Your tits head. <laughs> Yeah, you do feel like that, though. It, that is a historic thing that when oh, you go up to oh. a baby, you have to go... And it's almost like you do it because you want to try and engage Ooh, them. Oh, Liz told me an interesting thing. Really? Because we could do with one now. She said... She said <laughs> we um, drifted. No, she said on this topic, I don't know how we got onto this bit, but she said um, apparently um, the reason that children can often think their dad is cleverer than the mother right. is because dads tend to talk properly to their children and therefore give the image that they are more intelligent, whereas mums do the baby talk. Holy shit. Mm. Is that true? Well, it's an observation that's been made, mm. whether it's true or not. I mean, not, I, I, I suppose know. there is just something to be said. Well, you think the dads are a bit Mary Poppins dads. Children. Uh, have you heard that the Nasdaq is is rising quite rapidly in the in the uh, against the Asian continents? Yeah. With anyone likes your fingers, mm. I could see how that could work. Yeah, but that's a bit not a bit sexist. I don't know. It feels a bit sexist. No, no, it's just a scientific observation. I suppose it's just it? another thing that dads are shit at engagement. No, no, I just think it's an interesting observation that mm. maybe men are perceived by children not only because of traditional roles that are undertaken as the breadwinner, etc., maybe the more powerful of the sexes, you know, mm. because you go out and you earn the money, therefore you must be cleverer. Yeah, which is an old-fashioned... It is an old-fashioned view, but you can see where it might come from, I... because maybe just because of biologically, mothers are more maternal, obviously, and therefore maybe spend more time with the children than maybe... Um, have a more mothering way of being with the children. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Do you know I what's, don't know. Do you know what's interesting? You yeah. have you have made me realise uh, there was used to be a director when I used to work at Hot Point, and he was his little move was always there'd be people in the meeting and they'd be mm. going nah, 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 yeah. and everyone would be going nah, 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 yeah. for hours and hours mm. nah, 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 and he wouldn't say anything, mm. and then he'd just go as as everyone was saying something he'd just mm. go. <clears throat> 
and he start and everyone goes quiet and what, he'd speak he did... really quiet. Right. No, because he'd speak once, right. but really quietly right. and really perceptively. And I thought, oh, that's clever. Because what that does is when you don't speak a lot, when you speak, people listen. Ooh. And I thought that's quite an interesting. I wonder if he went on a course for that. So he'd say something like everyone would be going, nah, 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 and then he'd just go, I think we need to outsource the factory to uh, Poland. And everyone would go, Brian spoke. Wow. What's his name, Brian? Brian Brian said something. Mm. Everyone listen to Brian. He only speaks once a meeting. Do you think there's something in that? Holding back your potency of your sentence by not going, nah, nah, nah. Well, I do think probably that um, there is something in the sort of, it's a bit like the boy who cried wolf, isn't it? You know, if you shout loud all the time, people actually switch off. Mm. As whereas, I found at my gigs. Yeah. Whereas if you... Um, Don't agree with it. <laughs> if you were... Like, I worked with a teacher called Claire Lindley, mm. and she was very softly spoken, and I found that she had incredible control of the kids because of, of the quietness. Yeah. Like, it almost forced them to quieten down. Because you wouldn't think that. If you said, I'm going to go into this classroom, how are you mm. going to approach it? With the voice of a mouse. Mm. People would go, you're insane. You've got a boom. Mm. But constant noise, mm. people switch off. Mm. The monotone noise. Yeah. But if you perceptively go in with something quiet. Yeah. Like, uh, it was really good the way she did it. You're looking into space. No, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm thinking of the voice. I remember it. It's really good. Gemma was staring off into the distance. No, I was there. staring into. I was staring into her voice. Staring into her uh, voice. Yeah, in the past. Trying to channel. Going. Staring into the past. Yeah. Wow, you've got incredible eyesight. It's over there in that tree. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> you've had a good morning, darling. Look, there's one gold bauble. It stands out like it, a sword gold on that tree. We're sat next to a Christmas tree, people. Um, I didn't uh, notice there was one. Gold. There's one gold bauble, and it makes me think of like a game show. It's or like something. a Where's Wally in it, like spot the gold bauble. Mm, but I it's mean, almost it's not like, difficult because it's right there. It's almost like you've put it on there mm. as a sort of. Mm. Mm. If you'd have put one, putting one of anything yeah, amidst yeah, it is yeah. nice baubles, though, aren't they on there? I mean, as baubles go, darling, they're good, aren't they? I love it. Do you remember the glass baubles? Yeah. Ooh, I yeah. remember a glass bauble. There was an element of jeopardy dressing the tree. Right, get the glass baubles down from and the loft. And those boxes that were divided into the little Scoops, sections. like egg Yeah, cans. with a little bit of tissue around oh, it. Do you remember? Fucking that's proper Christmas. I used Christmas. to love them boxes We need to bring down. that bo- box back. I used to back. love them boxes I used to, I remember down. my dad bringing them down and I'd open them up and they'd mm. smell. There was a smell of fustiness. Mm. And I remember my mum just going, don't touch the baubles, they glass. Yeah. So that's what we had. It was really good, wasn't Bar- it? Sometimes she'd just go, Baubles! When I, I was used to love them. Baubles! That's, all you, that's the warning. They were proper traditional, weren't they? Proper. And where, yeah, that, that, I, I miss it. a glass bauble. You could probably still get And a multicoloured light. Oh, I love a multi You're not a big fan of the multicolours. We weren't going to start with this, but I think no, it's not Christmas. No, it's not that I'm not a fan. It, that's not true. I just love warm white. I warm think, white's my favourite. No. But I do like multicolored, but to replace all of our lights now would be a right old job, wouldn't Can it? Can I just tell you what I think of? I think of multicolored, I think of snow mm. piling up against mm. the window, mm. condensation, a little child face yeah. through the window. Yeah. And what's around the window? Multicolored lights. Mm. Mm. It's almost, it's the American Christmas. Yeah. It's gremlins. Mm. It's that sort of little... You know, I remember that. I know what the you're lanterns, the colour lanterns, and yeah. a shitty all white LED does not give you that emotion. No, I agree with you. It doesn't feel Christmas. It mm. feels like Dunelm. Mm. I know what you're saying. 
The thing is, oh, this is my eco warrior coming out. You're doing your lips again. Eco warrior coming out that I just feel <laughs> like um, to it'd be so wasteful. We've it was. So, We're not doing it. We've got so much Christmas stuff mm. in our loft now. Admittedly, I'm going to admit, I add to it every year. There's a little something I'll buy. You know, like this year I've done my little village anta fucking annoying why that little village is why? fucking we've got a, we've got a tiny little borrower village guys on the on the what's the furniture called there's like a in the hall it's like a table in the hall with the phone on the landline i don't know why i'm talking like i'm in the 80s we have the landline on a table in the hall yeah and there's a lamp and Gemma's bought tat mm. it's tat Bought a little house. Well, your mum bought me the first bit a couple of years ago, that one little stand with the Santron and a little street lamp. That's gorgeous, that is. Yeah, do you know the so one? So that was the first can bit. Can I just tell you the one that's annoying me? You've bought one with a spinning fucking tree. Yeah. And I can hear it on a night. Well, the problem is there's two settings, yeah, right? Yeah, I know. Now, let me tell you. There's two settings. One's with music and movement mm, and the God, lights. Jesus, it's so annoying. So we don't one. want the music on no, all the time. Even so the other setting... I wish there was a setting that just had lights and no movement, but you have to have the moving tree. So you have to have yeah, and lights or the weather outside and lights. Basically, you've just bought a nightmare. It's It's, lovely though. No, it's It's not lovely. The kids love it. I can hear it upstairs in bed. Can I just say as well, this is... Last night was the fifth night I've gone to bed and forgotten to move the elves. But luckily, I get up before Sophia. Did you move it this morning? I wondered what they were in the same place for. No, they weren't. You didn't see them in the same place. Where are they now? Have you not seen them? Oh. They're in the downstairs toilet, wrapped in toilet tissue. Fucking elves. This is a pressure no one needs in their life. Mm. She loves them. Um, you've got your lovely little red Zumba red. You've had a good morning. Yeah. We have to, there's been a lot go on this week. It's been so busy. I think we need to just issue a initial uh, warning if you are eating a croissant or your toast or your breakfast this next story involves bowels why why oh right okay god i feel like every episode we talk about shit because we had the blockage of the toilet last time Mm. this time it was constipation well well, this is the last of our shit credits for 2023 after this there's no more shit it's not a bad shit story it's just sophia was constipated there's more shit in our podcast than the sewage in the rivers because of the bloody tory government and who says i can't do politics go Gemma. right well basically um after the weekend i think what happens with sophia is she goes to school doesn't want to do a poo on the toilet so holds it in then she's held it in we've had a backlog literally and then stressful then when the urge comes she's scared it's gonna hurt and then she holds it in more and then we get more of a backlog it becomes compacted we're in a situation can can i just say yeah i think it's one of the most stressful things in the world trying to get another human to shit it's awful (laughs) it's easier it's dreadful do you know what it's easier to do like if you you had to do psychology Mm. or counsel Mm. someone Mm. through Mm. cbt Mm. i would rather do that than try and get someone's bowels to activate and we've been here before we've been here with olivia Mm. we've been here with sophia i do not remember me as a kid not wanting to shit i enjoyed it yeah it was a little more moment of calm in an otherwise mad world for me i loved going to the toilet you still do i love well i love it yeah it's like a little holiday but the thing is yeah but you admit you don't like going to a public toilet you're not going to sit for hours on a public toilet are you thinking oh this is comfortable i'd struggle to get my book out i struggle to poo in a travel lodger exactly 
So that's the Tra- issue. So it's not it's, it's not because of a, a medical reason she's she's constipated. It was because she'd held it in and she admitted it to me. She says, Mummy, I've got to tell you something. I have been holding it in. I was oh. like, Don't worry, darling. But then it was the fear was paralyzing. She had a day off school. Well, Thursday, I couldn't, she couldn't send her in because every time the urge came on, she panicked was screaming because she needed to do it but couldn't mm. and then um i just love the idea of ringing the reception and going i couldn't send her to school sophia like can't be in today is it, is it what she got the norovirus she got a bug now she can't shit yeah and um, having a day off because she can't i really shit. thought she it'd come <coughs> thursday morning oh. but we had the whole day it didn't come out till eight o'clock at night so that was day four you rang me at night. i was at a gig and you Gemma sent me a video celebrating oh we were so happy we were so, i could have ran down the street i'm not even joking did you hold her hands and talk her through it like uh, a it pa- was, like talking a pilot in i honestly had a flash forward to when she, potentially when she's pregnant and oh. giving birth and i'm her birthing partner yeah. it was like breathe breathe relax um give us some gas and air you know we did all the techniques stool putting the knees up so the position's good um and then at my kids lingo class that morning um I've got a Chinese customer whose mum is a doctor and she was over from China for six months mm-hmm. and she was in my class and I sort of said, you know, I'm, I can't stay today. I've got to get home because my daughter's not well. My daughter's not shitting. And I said, well, she's she's constipated, you know, and she was like, oh. And then she said in front of the mums, rub arsehole with, rub arsehole with Vaseline. Rub arsehole with Vaseline. Rub an arsehole with Vaseline? Yeah. She says you need to massage the arsehole with Vaseline. I think that's just, she's done that for a no, laugh. No, she meant it. So I did do it. I got I got luby gloves on, big wadge of uh, Vaseline, gave that a little swirl around. <laughs> the stuff and you then have I was, to I, do. And then I was trying to psych Sophia into pooing because I was like, don't worry, we greased it up. It's going to be greased, it's greased be it up. Basically, a, it's like when some kid. It's like the luge down there. No problem now. <laughs> when some kid gets their yeah. ears stuck in a, yeah, yeah, in a, yeah, in a yeah. fence, mm. you've greased up a oh. butthole. I bet them Todds are flying out now. I know. And at one point, I had to pull bits out with my glove oh. on. And I. Welcome to the pod. Yeah. That is the level, that is the, the bit of parenting that no one tells you about. That you're going to grease so up an asshole. I, I was desperate. You know when you're desperate. Well, it's like the same thing when I realised that for a lot of my mm. life, I'd be cleaning a tiny vagina. Hey, When I used to ch- well, change the nappies. When you doing the nappies. I oh, thought, yeah. <laughs> what did you think I, I meant? I don't know. Before children. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you meant like a little model or something. Well, I'd have my own little model <laughs> vagina. Yeah. The, like a desk toy. What's that? It's my model vagina thing. <laughs> It's really good for mindfulness. Don't touch I it. Have, I'm going to clean it now. I have, to, I have to say, I'm so glad I didn't have to t- t- tidy up a cle- clean a little winky. It's a little thing coming. I know. Yeah. I, I won't know what to like do. Like an angry worm. Yeah. I'd much rather, anyway. I'd much rather deal with yeah. uh, what we've had a to foof. deal with. Yeah. But it, you, you get that thing of like, you think as a parent, they're the sort of things. Who becomes very important when you're a parent? Because if it goes wrong, it is very stressful. It's very stressful. But also the, when it that. becomes a psychological issue. Yeah, well, it was. And that's harder to deal with in a way, isn't it? Mm. You know, because I could see she was really stressed. And I was like, oh, I, could, I knew why she was. You know, we've all had a hard poo and it hurts. It does hurt. There's no getting away from it. And 
as a pet, as an adult, you just kind of crack on and you know it's going to be painful, mm. but you're like, right, That's I've got to do this. I, let's get it on. Sometimes when I've, had, when I've had an hard one down there I, and as it's gone through, I mm. thought, oh, I could never shove stuff up my ass. No. At that point, I think I yeah. could never have no, an ass fetish. No, I could no. never put a bottle up well, my bottom. Well, also, um, didn't your, you know, Phil, you your said mate, on. What? what are you going to say? Well, no, <laughs> no. You, you remember that time when he had terrible trap wind? I do. And he got hospitalised because <clears> they thought he was having a heart attack and then he just did a massive fart. It was incredible. But it, he was in absolute he spent, he, 48 hours on the NHS yeah. for a fart. Yeah. He should be ashamed of himself. Yeah. Basically, no, they suspected he had appendicitis or, or summit, something. Yeah. He was in it agony. Was bad. There was sweat. Yeah. His dad had come. Mm. He nearly got read the last rites. Yeah. It was like, oh, what, what are we going to do about the futures? Right in a will. Yeah. And then he rolls over to, to get a yeah. drink of water mm. and he goes, yeah. I'm all right. Discharged. Yeah, feel better now. Literally discharged yeah. him. You idiot. I mean, Tra- no, but that just demonstrates how violent. The, the colon and the bowel, there's a lot going on there. It's because it's, it's a lot. And also, do you know what I mean? Because it's got miles of blooming. Yeah. Did you read her science book after she had the trap? Because that would be a good thing to do. Well, do you know what we did? She said, um, She's got a science book. she started typing into kids' YouTube constipation. I says, what are you doing? She says, I'm going to get some information on constipation. Oh, and that's how they do the world now. I know. And Dr. Range came up. You know that kids' programme on CBBS? And it was about constipation. Did and, you watch uh, it? Yeah. Catch that ball and... Da, 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 Catch the ball? Yeah, because this is what the nurse says. The nurse does this song. Da, 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 Grease that bumhole yeah. with some Vaseline. Yeah, that's that's it. Say that. No. So what did this... And so... Um, Good old Dr. Dr. Range was the puppet comes in, doesn't it? And it goes, um, "Hello, Dr. Range. Um, I feel you're doing bit, that voice, yeah, because the kid's talking. I feel a bit embarrassed. What is it? What is it, Jupiter or whatever his name was? Yeah. Uh, what is it, Rupert? Um, I can't poo. Don't worry." Everybody has to poo, you know, talks like this. So this is the clip. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. And I just thought, you are embarrassed. You must be embarrassed saying this in front of a whole film crew with a puppet. Everybody has to poo. But anyway. Cut. I need a better agent. Why am I reading this shit? But literally. And then obviously me and Sophie are watching this and Sophie's like nodding along. And he, he showed all the diagram of like the the, the colon, colon and well it's, the, it's like it's too much yeah, of it's, it's going huge. into one space and then he was, no wonder it gets blocked and then the nurse was like because she's Scottish and she's like what you have to do can I just say you've done a sure lot of accents on this pod some have been questionable okay I just want to put out a disclaimer that Gemma's a lovely person and yeah. these accents are in no way cancellable Carry Okay. On. well she was just like make sure you drink lots of water make sure that you're eating a very healthy diet and, um, and lots of exercise and I said to Sophia you're doing all all of those mm. the issue here isn't that for sure because normally she she's really good she's a great pooer <laughs> um <laughs> and i just thought i know for a fact this isn't the issue she eats loads of fruit and veg yeah she drinks loads of water she moves all the time moves all the time well she's always running about doing gymnastics <laughs> all that Go to the doctor she's always moving doctor yeah yeah and uh, so I thought, I know that's not the issue. So it no, was definitely a psychological thing, but hey-ho. It, it but yeah, is. but it was interesting watching the CBeebies programme. It was actually really helpful. So what did they say then? Did just uh, well, the big, the big thing was, and bless, don't hold it in. bless her, when we went to school the next day, she said to me, Mummy, I've not forgotten what you've said. 
it's much better to do a poo wherever I am and get into a mess than to hold it in. And I was like, yes. Poo wherever you are. Poo wherever so you now are. she's going to be shitting on the roadside. Well, she's just, wherever. whenever she needs a poo, she's going. And I was like, because she's just, I don't want to have a backlog. That's again. gone through the family, that, hasn't it? That's go it. when you can, go yeah. when you can, not, not when, when you, you need to. to. No, go when you can, not when you want to. I like it. That's it. That's why your nana took five hours to get to Nottingham. No, it's what we used to say as teachers on a school <coughs> trip. Go when you can, not when you want to. It's the, it's the psychological mm. thing, though, because mm. I understand that. It, you, it's like ripping off a Band-Aid mm. or a plaster. You know the pain's coming and mm. you put the pain off. Well, the thing is... And it's a completely human response. I have to response. say, there are, some, there are some parallels with giving birth. I hate to say it, but there are, because with giving birth yes it it is painful there's no getting away from it there is pain evidently because your body you're using the pain aren't you to you know your body like with an urge with a poo you can't fight a contraction you have to push yeah because your body is screaming for you to do it yeah because it wants it out and it's the same with a poo you can't fight the urge and she would but she was and physically she would stand up and like clamp and I was like, oh, my God, this is awful. Congratulations, it's a turd. Yeah. Uh, I've had some before. In no way mm. comparing to childbirth. Just mm. can imagine people just screaming now. Yeah, going, you yeah. know nothing. Obviously, mm. I know nothing. What, watching you give birth, Jesus Christ, that your head is redder than a post-Zumba workout. It was incredible. Was it? You, you, you were just a beast. Mm. At that point, I thought... I wish I could have seen it. <laughs> really seen myself seen yourself give yeah, birth yeah. well I, at that point I did think I, I, she could murder me it, it, with her better hands in the right circumstances you yeah you channeled I wasn't an aggression. that dramatic though, no was but you I? just it was just a, it was the it was the it was the get it is in. the pushing though <gasps> yeah it was the push yeah. and it made you realise you access I think you must access a part of your brain yeah, and your body yeah. that you very rarely access yeah, in life yeah that's right and it was like that power was mm. it's quite it's incredible isn't it unbelievable what, what you could mm, push out mm. it made no sense the physics mm, of it mm, and the mm, make no mm, sense no. pushing that out of there no, it no. makes no sense it can only be done with power yeah. and anger yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, I've had some before where I've I've had difficulty and I've been sitting there just thinking I don't I, don't know how this is going to shall I ring my mum yeah. I mean, what, what do you do what as do you a do? grown person I know. you can't just sit there no oh god somewhere I've gone oh come on that's awful. Oh, right, let's sometimes, stop this talk Sometimes now. I've gone like that with my hands at the end. For an extra bit of purchase. No, you haven't. That's bullshit. Anyway, enough of shit enough talk. Enough of this. Went to Newstead Abbey at the weekend which is in Nottinghamshire, and it's absolutely fantastic. We did it last year. You didn't come last year. I did. Did you? I'm sure I've done walking about. Have I not done it? Have I never done it? No. Bollocks, I've always missed it. Yeah. I was in a travel lodge in Cardiff. You were having Christmas. Go on. But it was it the, had they done it like a little winter wonderland? So what happens is they always pick a theme, and it really does, I have to say, rivals Chatsworth. You come back with ideas for your house, don't you? No, I don't. What I was going to say was Chatsworth, obviously, is quite expensive to go around the house. Obviously, Chatsworth's brilliant and beautiful. But I have to say, I would recommend Newstead Abbey over it. Wow. Newstead Abbey. Controversial. Was 12 quid for an adult. The kids go free. Fantastic. And they do- a fee- Does Olivia go free? Yeah. Oh, wow. What's the cutoff? And they, 
I think 16 or something. Brilliant. And, and the, um, <laughs> I already love that. Yeah. I, do you reckon I could get away with being 16? No. Dressed like a child? No. And then they do it in conjunction with Nottingham, Univer- Nottingham Trent University. So all the film students, the um, um, textiles, costume designers, etc. They do. They help with all the... Um, the sort of displays and stuff. And I was talking to one of the curators and they were saying that they you do... You a little of a public I do. Chat. And they look, they, they do it all on a one. massive, small budget. Right. Massive, small massive budget. Massive, small budget? I don't know what I'm trying to say. On a massively small budget. Yeah. Oh, that's not right. Is it? Can no, you say that? Can you say that? On a very small budget. Yeah, let's go with very. <laughs> I'm looking for an intensifier that makes it sound really... An inc- a stupidly small budget. Yeah, an incredibly small budget. A silly but small budget. So they... Um, they use... She says they scour the charity shops. They get all sorts of... And she says, and obviously they recycle things that yeah. have been used before... But you would never know it. It's just so tastefully love done. A bit of love. And it's it's spectacular I is quite, what it is. I quite like it because Chatsworth throws money at it, whereas these yeah, guys have been a bit creative. Yeah, they are It's almost creative. like the two, two versions of Christmas. It's almost like Chatsworth. If we were picking metaphors, mm. Chatsworth are the uh, empire in the Star the Wars. They are the Darth Vader. They've got all the kit, whereas mm. the others are on uh, the Rebel Alliance, scratching away in the woods, trying to yeah. create some atmosphere. Is that a sensible metaphor, Gemma? It'll do. Crack on. anything better. Crack so, on. Um, They've done such an amazing job. Now, last year, the theme was Alice in Wonderland. Mm. This year was Narnia. And obviously... Oh, it's just watched it, haven't they? Narnia. Oh, did you watch it when you got home, didn't you? Yeah, Narnia really lends itself to Christmas anyway. It bloody does. And um, I've not read the story with the kids. Liv says she's read it at school, The Lion, Witch and the Wardrobe. And um, they literally have a wardrobe that you walk through. And it's spectacular. It... It transports you. So you go through this wardrobe. They've got all the fur coats hanging in it. So you have to walk through the fur coats, just like in the, you know, the original 1988 program. Love it. And um, you're not just striding through an no, IKEA flat park. No, and you walk park. through, and you go through. There's the 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 forest. street lamp that's there in yeah. in the forest, and fake um, snow, fake snow, oh. and trees, and it's all like lit, lit with blue lights, and it's just brilliant. I, I was that. I was so what, impressed. What, do you know what I think is quite clever about mm. that film? And I never quite got that. I read that Narnia as a kid. Yeah. I read a lot of books as a kid. Mm. I remember going to bed and it was a, it's a massively thick bastard book as a kid. I remember it being right. a big one. And um, I think because it's the... Evacu- I don't remember it being that big. Right, carry on. Well, I was a child. Everything's yeah. bigger. Yeah, true. It? Yeah, true. <laughs> I was yeah. only about eight, yeah. nine. Yeah. And I remember, it didn't it, isn't it to do with the evacuations? Yes. So they're getting evacuated. Yeah. So actually... When you actually think back to it, is it all a, a fan? Is it all an alleg- Is it all like a, a a dream that they're having? Do you understand? Yeah. What have I not said anything clever there? No. Yeah, that's the point, isn't it? I think it is. I think it's just taken me that many years for it. Oh to my read. god! The idea that they they're looking for escapism yeah, exactly. through a wardrobe yeah, yeah. away from the yeah. the stress the hell, yeah. of a life. Yeah. Oh god. I just feel like the thickest prick on earth. Yeah. I do Radio 4 panel shows and I struggle, and that's why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, but so it, the, through a wardrobe is a magical... It's just... It's, I bet when he thought of that, is it, it C.S. Lewis? Yeah, we all did it as kids. You know, I 
if I saw an old wardrobe, I'd open the door hoping that there'd be a forest in it, but obviously it never happened. <laughs> never happened. No. Very rarely. But it's brilliant. It's so magical. But I said to a you're friend... Just, you're just walking around in a pair of Levi's yeah. going, where's the woodland glade? Well, I said to a friend about it and they were like, oh, I find it quite depressing. And I thought it is quite a dark story in the sense that there is all the element of the war the second world war kids being separated from their parents then there's the doesn't aslan die yeah. does he die they in always it? kill or, off they always kill someone i can't remember it's quite sad and i don't know i because i've it's a long time mm. i think we read the book at school and i can't remember it it's always always as well back then mm. c.s lewis Enid mm. blyton achingly middle class children aren't they oh yeah they're always bloody middle class oh, george yeah. and uh well, Lucy and, and, and Charles Ed, Ed, was it Edward, Edward and, uh, I can't remember it's, it's never Dave and Keith is it no Keith go through this wardrobe well fuck off mate I'm not walking through your fucking wardrobe oh, got I shit you what. to do mate the Germans well, are coming well we started watching it just won't be the same afterwards when we got back we watched the started watching the. we've got an hour to go on the film it's a long ass Disney. film and um, it's a brilliant cast there's all, all sorts yeah. James McAvoy plays um, you've got a thing for him haven't you yeah but he was, he's he's like a he's like a deer, a fawn. Hey. So he's got weird legs. I mean, it's all CGI. <laughs> but tiny legs, thin yeah, legs. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like walking on fawn legs. McAvoy in thin legs. Yeah, McAvoy on fawn yeah, legs. And he's do you still find him attractive, even on fawn yeah, legs? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, yeah. And then bring uh, your fawn legs in the bedroom, McAvoy. And there's like um, Ray <clears throat> Winston and Dawn French play the beavers. Oh, it's a British production. Yeah, um, I, bet it's, I bet it's a British. Liam Neeson's Aslan. Oh. Um, you know, some really top-notch voices. Rupert Everett's The Wolf. If you find the wardrobe. The if you find the wardrobe, this will be the end of it. That's it, yeah. But if you don't... Yeah, that's it. I have a particular set of skills yeah, yeah. as a lion. Mm. So it was really good. So if you're in Nottinghamshire, I cannot recommend it Neust- enough. Neustad Abbey. So good. Did it make you feel Christmassy? Did you have a yeah. hazelnut spiced... Latte? Did you have no, a, hot I had a hot chocolate? There's a lot of hot chocolate kicking about. A bit of ginger about. cake. Do you know what I've noticed? There's Lovely. shit loads of hot chocolate, and mm. I can't move for hazelnut lattes mm. at the moment. Mm. I had a gingerbread one at the weekend from Costa yeah. in uh, where was I? Cardiff. Mm. Can I just say something controversial? The Costa gingerbread latte, four or five slip sips, done. Too sweet. Unbearable. Yeah. I had two. I can't have it I, I too had sweet. it because someone had one in front of me. Mm. And do you know, this is a com- I'm going to mention this in a minute because mm. the other comics I was with this weekend were laughing. Mm. Personally, for, I was all set for my normal order, Americano. Just mm. an Americano with milk. I know where I am with that. Mm. Person in front of me had a gingerbread latte and it looked so good. Yeah. It looked too good. It influenced your A little your gingerbread order. thing. Yeah. And I just went... Can I have an American gingerbread latte? I yeah. literally changed mid-sentence. Yeah. American gingerbread latte. And she yeah. went, what do you want? I went, what's he had? It looked brilliant. Yeah, it yeah. looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. And he got it. And it was like the little gingerbread on yeah, the top. Yeah. And they were good baristas, actually. Mm. You know, you can see like the ones that where we live. Yeah. They were organized. They yeah. had the shit together. Yeah. I thought this would be a good one. And I had a sip and I went, oh, it's lovely. Add another sip. Oh, this is so Christmassy. Mm. Could hear Christmas music. Add another sip. A little bit nauseous now. <laughs> <laughs> then I had another sip. Think I'm going to actually be sick. Yeah. Then I said, I can't drink this. Oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. How are you serving this? It's shit. That, Throw it back. That is exactly that is... how I feel. It's exactly how I feel. It, I'm not just it's me. It's too much. Too much, isn't it? I literally could have a shot glass of it. Exactly. And that'd be enough. Yeah. And also, we were saying as well at yeah, the weekend... Yeah, it's just not pleasant. Kids never drink a full hot chocolate. Oh, it's a Such fucking a fucking waste. waste. Do you know what I would They ought have? to serve it in them little... Um, 
espresso cups. No, for what a you kid. need to do is can it's I have, tiny, can tiny. I, can I have a hot chocolate, two cups, mate? They uh, wouldn't like that yeah. though. They don't like it. They don't like it in the cinema when you mm. ask for an empty popcorn. I know. They get shitty. I know. Because they know what you're doing. Yeah. We're Why do you want an empty popcorn? Up, no, I'm just like to imagine popcorn. Are you spreading it out? What? Mm. Are you divvying it out? Mm. We know you are. Mm. I've paid for it. What difference does it make? Well, it's the, it's the cardboard. Just isn't give it? me the cardboard, you ass. Do you know what I'm going to do? Bring mm. my own flat pack. I would, or just a bag. Oh, I could, I could get just one bring your own bag and just or pop it out. Bring a plate like Alan. Bring a plate. Bring yeah. a bucket. Yeah. Bring your own bucket to yeah, the cinema. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting them on that. Because yeah, yeah. um, there's two things I want to mention. So the, so the gingerbread latte. Mm. Mm. Five sips and I'm done. Mm. And it was such a waste because mm. I looked at it and I thought I should finish it because yeah. they're so expensive. It was like seven quid or no, it was four pound. Four pound. Yeah. It's, four, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot of money. I know. I know. You don't and, have to tell me. But I just thought if I drink all of this, yeah. I'm going to be ill. I know. It was too, it's like, yeah. 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 And you can feel it uh-huh. coating uh-huh. your teeth. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 That brings me on to my next point. Please. My one little point I had. Hit me. I went to the cinema to see Elf. Mm. It's great. Brilliant. Classic. We're a, you buy snacks at the cinema. Yeah. Right? So ex- I'm not going to moan about money because that's how it is, right? But I don't it's think I don't think our children realise. When I was a kid, I... Oh, I knew you were going to bang on about this. How lucky they are. I never, I never knew there was a kiosk. I know. My dad would always say, kiosk is out of order. No, he didn't. No, we. Ne- I never had popcorn from the cinema. No, we didn't. Ever. No, we didn't. And that is a different world, yeah, right? Yeah. And the idea that pre- not bring. I loved the bringing of your own snacks. Mm. But yeah, it just the fact that I can't. I bought. I mean, a massive popcorn. Just stupid. Mm. Everything's stupid. You always go too big on. Why that, do though? we graze at that level though? Why it's is everything? So good, though, why isn't is it? everything bigger in there? It's so good. But you wouldn't sit down at home to watch an hour and a half and graze with a two litres of coke and a massive popcorn why do we do it in there i don't you always go too big i just have a very small coke i sometimes say the problem is i'll tell you what the problem is Mm. the combination of a small popcorn Mm. and a small drink isn't matched yeah yeah. because you need more drink for the popcorn yeah because the popcorn's too sweet so you end up needing more drink yeah so what they actually mm. do is when you say, can mm. I have a small popcorn and a regular popcorn. drink? Popcorn. Yeah. Small popcorn and a regular drink. Yeah. He'll go, well, you might as well have a regular popcorn. Yeah. And you go, I don't, because then I need a large drink. Because yeah. the ratio of the popcorn to the drink to is fucked. I know. Because I'm, I'm desperate. Yeah. I had to chomp ice for the last 20 minutes well, of health. Did you hear Sophia? I, I, she choked on a kernel. I heard her. <laughs> I mean, I had that, to bang her on the back. We need to explain that because that sounds horrendous. Yeah, she did. I, do you know what? And that's what I wanted to mention. Mm. We're watching Elf. Perfect. This is this is what I've said before. Moments making memories of with your children switch from beauty to tragedy in a heartbeat, mm. and it keeps happening to us. Yeah. So I'm watching Elf, and I hear it. <laughs> And then you get up and I'm like, what's she doing? Yeah. Choking on you, just slapping her back. Yeah, yeah. She was all right in the end. Ferals on screen, yeah, you're slapping yeah. her back. Yeah. Oops, there it is, slap. Oops, <laughs> there it is, slapping her back. She choked on a kernel. Yeah. Did you get it out? Yeah, we're all right in the end. Terrifying. I know, I hate choking. Did I get you think really you'd panicky. have to do the Heimlich? Yeah. Where did you go afterwards though? She just needed to compose herself. That She's was a all. fucking drama queen. Did you go out? <laughs> yeah, she was all right then. I she think she got up three times. She went to the toilet once, went she and did. got herself she a glass fit. of water Where once. did she get that from? Just went to the, the kiosk and, and got it. And asked for it. Yeah. Confident. She's good like that. 
because I can't be asked to go, but she'll go on her own, so I don't need to go. Do you know what? This is the thing we're in mm. now. She, mm. She's, this is, I think she's liking mm. being able to do stuff like that. Yeah, she is. But so Which she, is good, because Liv wouldn't have wanted to. She couldn't be asked. No. Um, she, but the thing is, she's went from problems downstairs, problems upstairs. Yeah. We had a right weekend mm. of it. No, it was all right. The one thing I did want to say, though, this is quite a sad little moment. I was sat next to Liv, and I went to hold her hand. She just pushed, pushed it, it off. Yeah, don't hold her hand. I know. I knew as I'd done it, I thought. Aww. I thought these days are gone. What do you think about that? 13, she's, it's, we're done. Yeah, well, you know what they're like. No, it's quite sad. No, it isn't. It's it just, felt like an end of an era. I know, but come on. She she's doesn't 13. want an affection anymore. No, no, she does. Just not publicly, maybe. Weird. It made me sad. Hand. It's bit not weird, weird holding maybe your dad's weird. hand. No, maybe a bit and weird. bit weird. Was it weird? Would you have held your dad's hand at 13? Every day. No, you would not. <laughs> if your mum had... Yeah, let's just switch it's this different round. from dad's If and your mum had said, can you hold my hand in the cinema at 13, you'd have said, fuck off. We were too busy kissing. Oh, <laughs> fuck you now. I feel weird now. No. But anyway, yeah. But, but it was it's just... I don't, I don't think it's that odd. I don't think it's that odd. Do we, I don't we, think she'd have even held my like hand. holding her hand and going... There's been so many years I've been absent from your life for pursuing my dream. Let me hold your hand, you're in health, please. No. Sod off. Please, she just went, you're not doing that. No. Not it's doing that It's quite weird, though, isn't it? What? That wind has gone. No, it isn't weird. No, it isn't. So anyway, Elf on Sunday, Newstead on Saturday. I went out with my netball folk on Saturday night. Have you got stuff to talk about? Well, we went to a vegetarian restaurant. Mm. Now, a lot of them hadn't been before. We've been before oh, to I Cafe Royer. Oh, you go there? Yeah. I didn't know you'd gone there. Yeah. Did you, Was it your idea? Uh, yeah, I proposed it and then we did a vote and everybody voted to go there. So we went to uh, Cafe Royer. Nice. And it was absolutely delicious. Because there was a lot... Ra- absolutely delicious. Because it was a lot riding on it if you were the one who'd suggested it. Was the only one halfway through and just said, I miss meat. I didn't feel any pressure, to be honest, really? because I knew it would be really good. Mm. And the thing is, if you've never tried a vegetarian restaurant before and you're a meat eater, all of us there weren't vegetarians. Yeah. Okay. And um, the food is so delicious. It is. It makes you realise how good you can be. Yeah. Because yeah. I think the problem with vegetarianism mm. or vegetarian restaurants yeah is you judge it by how you would cook vegetarian food. Yeah. So you go, oh, I remember, like, do you remember going out in the, when we were kids? Yeah. And there'd be like a vegetarian option. It'd yeah. just be like slop. Yeah. They didn't know what they were doing. No. It was literally like broccoli yeah. and a nut microwave. Well, Whereas when you actually see people who can cook yeah. proper vegetarian, yeah. you're like, oh, right, I get yeah. it. So this is... But also it's like, um, if we said to you, right, we want you to create a meal that's vegetarian from what's in our fridge. I think you would struggle to make something like you think, well, what what can I do? What can I make? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But actually it shows you how versatile ingredients can be and how creative you can be. And it was just phenomenal. And I enjoyed it so, so much. It was just delicious. And also what I did was um, I got all the players a netball medal and awarded it to us. I saw those back. Did of you medals. see it? You bought some more tat, aren't you? Well, I bought it ages ago, actually, but I awarded it because we'd gone up to Division One, and we all wore our medals through the whole meal. 
And then people kept coming up to us and saying, what's the medals for? Oh, did they think we were like an and, Olympic and, team? Yeah, they thought we were really... You like, well, actually, With a plastic gold medal of course, what's from really, Poundland. Of course, what's really funny is Sarah Vasey is, is, is an Olympic, a European I champion. I if she'd actually brought a proper medal. I know. So I, I felt a bit silly awarding her this yeah, eBay... Yeah, it wasn't plastic; it was metal. Yes, um, but um, we wore them proudly, and then we were like, "We're we're a netball team, and uh, we've gone up to Division One, and uh, you know, and every and then the people in the restaurant because we had a photograph near the Christmas tree as we were leaving, they clapped us. <laughs> Yeah, they clapped. That us. is the best thing I've ever heard. I know. Do you know what it shows you? Like, yeah. It shows you that if you could put on that pretense, well, I said I'm wearing. No a, one would. I'm wearing know. a medal wherever I go. Just get a medal and wear it. People think you're amazing. Round of applause. Yeah. Round of applause. Yeah, like literally, you could buy some like I don't know football medals off the thing. Go out with your mates, put them all on, and get. They'll go. What's your medals for? We, you could make any shit up. A we, skydiving we've, team. We've, yeah, we've just won this award. Nobody's gonna go. Can I have the evidence? <laughs> They're just like, woo! Get this. Get these girls a glass, a uh, bottle of champagne, lads. It's the equivalent of saying it's your honeymoon on the floor. Yes, it was. It oh. felt great. I love. I can see you all standing by the Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah. It was brilliant. <laughs> So they all applauded us. Frauds. I know. It was good it though. Was so good. You've got a great social life. Tell me what it's like. Well, guess what I did on Friday? You're so, you're so busy. You're living for both of us. Yeah, guess what I did on Friday? What? Did an escape room. What? Yeah. You've done all this in one weekend. Yeah, yeah. You've had a mad weekend. I know. So Friday night, um, I went to... I want your life. I know. It's good, isn't it? Go on. So Coffee Club did an escape Do you know where room. I was? I where? was in a travel lodge, which ironically felt like an escape room. I know, I'm sure. So sad. Yeah. It was bleak. Yeah, it's bleak, There was no it? lamps. No. Stark light. I know. It felt like I was I hate, in a cell. I hate lack of lamps. I, I've actually contemplated taking my own lamps Take your sometimes. own lamps. Yeah. I thought about doing a Mr mm. Bean and putting mm. a lamp in mm. my bog. Bog? Bog? Bag. <laughs> Lamp in the bog bag. Lamping your bog. So go on, escape yeah, room. Yeah, so escape room. So it wasn't a traditional escape room. It was um, it was a church event. I'm not religious, but my friend Claire is part of a church and they'd organised an escape room night. And she says, you know, would you like to come? You know, it doesn't matter if you're not a Christian, just come along. Um, it's £7 each. And I was like... Escape room for Christians? Well, no, it's organised by the church. It's not just for Christians. And so I was like... Okay, hang on, hang on. An what? escape room... Mm. Organised by a church. Church, yeah. It, so, it sounds like there's going to be more to it. Like well, there's more of an existential yeah, yeah, thing of yeah. like, you get you in a room and they go, when we said escape room, mm. we actually meant life. Yeah. Well, the thing is, <laughs> and Jesus you is know, the answer. you can sort of think in your head, you're going to be in a church hall. <clears throat> it's going to be drafty. There's not going to be any atmosphere. Yeah. How wrong was I? Wow. This church is so posh. Well, they're naturally gothic buildings. No, it's not though. No, because they've converted the town hall. So it's really plush. It's really, um, it's newly refurbished. So, so it was this really plush room and all these like beautiful Christmas lights, this huge Christmas tree in the corner. So it was really atmospheric, dark and all twinkly lights. And there was a bar with all twinkly lights around it and staff, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, they're all in like black, (laughs) black serving outfits. And what is uh, this? These, sort of church. These like beautiful tables. Are you set sure up. you weren't at the Church of Satan, Gemma? And then on the stage, there was like a big um, projected screen, uh-huh. and um, that was like a 
you, you were it, the, the the theme of it was we were in a train. You paused the story. We're gonna have to pick that back up. Yeah. Gemma's uh, just trouble. It was the home phone beeping. That's when you know we need a studio. When it. we've been heckled by no, BT. I remembered it had fallen behind the door, so I remembered. Right, go on, carry on. Yeah. Plush. So really where we plush, are, take us back to this and church. And you walk into this huge auditorium kind of thing, and it's wow. but it's not echoey. It's cozy. It's like really lovely lovely lighting and yeah. these gorgeous big round tables like you would have an awards award ceremony and they've all got um tablecloths on and on each table there's um two boxes with padlocks on and then um you sit around in your tables called a, a particular carriage and the, the organization's mental absolutely incredible and then the projection is like of a train window uh-huh. so we're at the station and um and then there's musicians on the stage and they're singing beautiful Christmas carols in harmonies with live guitar and piano and all this. So it's really atmospheric. Then a station master comes in in full, like, um, costume. Wow. So he's really playing the part. Yeah, it's like proper method acting. This is like Disney or something. And welcome to, you know, welcome aboard the dirty, 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 whatever it's called. I love that. And then um, you're off on the journey. And then the first... So it's a bit Orient uh, Express, is it? Yeah. And then all these people just come out the wings with this board. They put it in front of your table and it's got all these dice on it. And you've got to work out the combination to open the first padlock. Fucking hell, I'm in already. I know. And it was really good. Were so, you all dressed in like tuxedos and ball gowns? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's took the edge off I know, it. I know, I know. I, I, um, I just love so the anyway, idea of someone sitting there yeah. in a hoodie and tracksuit bottoms. So the first... The first puzzle, we worked it out pretty quickly. Right. Um, All right, Billy Big Bollocks. I know. And then we got into the box. Then in the box, there was a, uh, a picture and a poem. And you had to work out then, you had to get numbers from the picture and the poem. Right. And again, that was quite, that was quite challenging. Mm. Then you had to, oh, then they brought out this old book. An which old, I thought was the Bible. Bri- no, it was uh, Jane Eyre something, Northanger Abbey. Old book, but it was an old. Yeah, you know, like I really, love how someone went bring out the old book. Really old, like dusty. But then they gave you this piece of acetate, and it had little circles on it. Do you know what's really freaky? What? Can I just say? Yeah. This has never happened before, what? and you're going to say it picks out the letters. Yeah. Can I just say? Yeah. I knew exactly where you were going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you not impressed by that? Well, I think it's a, a known no, technique. No, this is, is this is pre-programming. No. No, but you know, you know. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> yeah. Because do you know what film I watched this weekend? What? Con Air. And they did that. And Cyrus the Virus, John yeah. Malkovich. Yeah. The reason they uncovered his plot. Yeah. Was that he had a book. Yeah. He had a picture of Last Supper, yeah. which is yeah. Jesus related, yeah. and underneath the prose. Yeah the passage from the Bible, yeah. he put on a piece of paper yeah. and he cut out the things and he gave the letters. No. So you've had the Jesus connection. He was in our escape room. You've got John Malkovich. We were in Conair, weren't You were we? in Conair. Yeah, that's what it was. Cameron Paul, going to yeah. go home to my daughter, put the bunny back in the box. Yeah. But I think, mm. is that neuralistic programming? No. Something that's Co- weird. It's called coincidence. I've freaked out. Oh, okay. And you've talked about this and I think, I think, Jesus is it's scary yeah <laughs> now you've said that <laughs> you start talking about Je- that is weird I know so, so go anyway, on. you had to find so, the clues yeah and yeah. once you open the second box you get your golden ticket your train ticket so it takes all evening so you what so that's the end yeah the end is to get your ticket for the train ride but oh so it's not an escape room traditionally no it's obviously like a, it's not. Like a crystal not yeah maze. yeah it's like a challenge and and what we did was mm. um on the screen when well, when we're doing the puzzles the train's moving so they've 
they've got like you wow. go past scenery. Are you allowed to drink as well? There was wine. Are you allowed to drink beer? Beer? in well, Jesus' world? There was a bar. You had to have a bar in house. They're not Muslims. No, I suppose not. I've do, I've done a few Christian gigs. They've always been all right. Yeah, and so and then I don't know. Why I said that like obviously there di- there was a bit where they did a bit about um, Jesus. Why? Well, because it's a church. And it was, so. But how did they shoe on that in? Um, Next stop, heaven. Well, they just did a big <laughs> speech about. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll shortly be arriving in heaven. <coughs> yeah, I can't remember. What? There was something about it. Escape room meaning Jesus? No. Did no. it bend it to feet? No. It's quite an easy theme to make it work. Not really. Oh, wow. Um, and then and then our reward was a cheese board and they brought out a box of cheese. Fucking hell. With chutneys, crackers. Can I just say something? It was delicious. Can I just say something? Yeah. I am an atheist, mm. staunch atheist. Mm. But if I'd have been indoctrinated into that room... Mm. I'd have been smashing through those Bibles. I know. That is how you get people. Yeah. Forget forget the the passages well, of the used text. To say, didn't if you, you want to recruit people, Sunday school, cheese you went pod. because it was a good biscuit, wasn't there? No. Toast. I went to the uh thing called street lamps mm. or street lights, mm. which was a Christian yeah. youth thing. Yeah. I went for good. two reasons. Yeah. I fancied a girl. A fit girl. And they did cheese toasties. Exactly. And Jesus was well down the pecking yeah, order there. Yeah, yeah. And if someone had said to me, Scott. Attractive girl, hormones running riot, mm. free cheese toasty. I'm there. Yeah. What do you have to do? You have to pretend to pray? Fucking come on. Yeah. So like the fact that mm. that is how you, that's how you mm. recruit. Mm. That's how I go to that. Mm. It was really good. It's it's a weird one. It was it? really good. I really enjoyed it. What a, weird, what a, what a bloody, you're like on an all, mad all inclusive yeah. of you doing all these yeah. things. Your life is so rich yeah, yeah and it's completely the opposite to my can i tell you what yeah. my weekend was yeah thursday checked into a travel lodge mm. sunday checked out of a travel lodge yeah that's it yeah and you're out there yeah doing skate rooms with god yeah <laughs> pulling poo out of bottoms yeah you've had a wild weekend yeah, it's been wild oh my god you're incredible thanks Last night, we've got another one. I listened to you on Radio Four. I know that was so weird. And I've just got to play this little bit Aww. because this. Do you know what's really? Can I just tell you what's really, yeah. really strange? Yeah, is um, listening to the continuity answer do I know, my. I know. Voice. I love. Did that you always said it? Squad. And I like the way that you did at the end. You said. This was a Radio 4 production, do 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 like they do at the end. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right, listen to this bit. This is my cameo and Paul's cameo, Paul's Sal's husband from Coffee Club. And it's not about your status, is it? Don't you know, tonight I've realised we are one. That's so powerful. And we can't, you know, you can't buy your way to happiness. But tonight I think this is, this is what we've got. This is the closest we get to living simply. And I think it gives me such great hope and... Sorry. <laughs> Hello? Hello, mate. I've got a delivery for you. No, I don't do deliveries, mate. Must be a mistake. What? What is it? I've got a It's not mine, mate. Can you leave it next door? It must be theirs. Yeah, will do, mate. 
I think we need to let go of the idea of ownership. That's what's holding us back. I think we need to work as a shared community and sharing resources. I'm sorry. Uh, hello? Hello, Mr Bennett. I've got your food order here. The chicken biryani. Shall I leave it on the stairs? Yeah, thanks. That's not me. I don't get <laughs> delivery. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> You're giving away the ending there. But, um, yeah, it was weird. It's great, though, Because I was it? driving to Chelmsford. Yeah. And part of me... Didn't want to listen to it. Yeah. I've heard the edit. I know. It's ridiculous. I know. But when they do it and you think, yeah. the, do you know what I had to follow? The yeah. Archers. I know. And but I thought really, that was nice. But it was a really traumatic end to I The know, Archers. I'm just so lonely, Jack. But how Next great, up, comedians. But how great Bennett. following that iconic music. Oh, it's so It exciting. was wonderful. So, and I, I sent that to Paul. I, I did a little clip. And uh, he was like, oh, it's so good. You know, apparently Sal said he's been telling everybody. He's absolutely buzzing. Fucking radio, mate. Radio yeah, four. He's yeah. great. Wasn't he perfect? Yeah, I'm on the Queen. And he got a really big laugh. I'm on the Queen's radio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there was loads. The problem is as well. Not the problem is. Yeah. We had to cut so much. Yeah, I know. An hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Cut to 27. Yeah. So, yeah, it's gone now. It's out there. I'm trying to exercise the zen-like thing of yeah. it's out in the world. Yeah. And now we just have to wait to see what happens. Yeah. But it was, it was, uh, it was strange. I thought it was really good. Well yeah, done. it was good. Um, well done, Doc. Well you, done. Um, do you know what I did see when I was in Cardiff? What did you see? And I, it really disturbed me a little what bit. Was it? I was filling up petrol, yeah. late night garage, through the night pay window, yeah. like the Arkham Asylum, yeah. where you have to go up to the window. Uh-huh. A guy had filled up and his mate next to him was in the passenger seat, grown man, sucking on a balloon. What? Some noxide, nitrous oxide thing. Hippie crack. Really? Yeah, do you know what? It's massive, isn't it, at festivals? No. They suck. Haven't you seen them? No. They suck the balloons and it gives them a high. Oh, God. But he was sat on a forecourt sucking a... Bu- so at first, like, you know when you, like, double take, there's a grown man... You sure suck- it wasn't helium? He was just doing a high voice. Why would you do that on your own? <laughs> Imagine driving alongside that. Take the next step. <laughs> this is really lovely. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, mate, you got to slow down. The speed camera's down there. <laughs> Only plans for Christmas, Dave. <laughs> Dave, just the slow yeah. down, mate. You're making me nervous. Pop three, please. <laughs> no, he wasn't. The driver wasn't on the crack. Who was The it? passenger. I know, but he was safe. Mate, the pump's fucked. <laughs> have um, pump number three <laughs> and the cruncher. <laughs> No, crunch it, yeah. crunch it. No, yeah. not windscreen washer fluid. Now crunch you're, it. You're going to overdo it now. I'm overdoing it now. <laughs> Can I just say though, what there was though, yeah. this is weird. Right. All three people that went up to the mm. night pay window mm. Mm. all bought vapes. Oh. It's mm. bad, isn't it? Well, popular. Snuck up that though. Not really. Addicted. Not We're really. not talking about it. Not really. There's what do you mean? Of them. Shops everywhere in Beeston. Coming up shops. saying, can I have an apple one, mate? Can yeah. I have a cherry one, mate? Yeah. I, thought, this is... I think we should try I, one. I went up there and I said, let's get one. Call me a traditionalist, mate, but I just want petrol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it, it's. Um, I wonder if there's going to be an epidemic, though. I wonder if there's going to be a health campaign in 20 years Probably. about the dangers of vaping. Probably, but. Look. All these smoking companies, you know, have got shares in vapes. Have they? Yeah. Uh-huh. They're not idiots. No. They could see it happening. It's mm. like electric cars, isn't it? They've seen it happening and they thought we're going that direction. But it was quite surreal to see a man doing hippie crack at pump number three. That's weird. It's weird. Would you ever do any? You're, you're very drug free as a person, aren't you? 
Um, I take migraine tablets. Yeah, well, I mean, you do. You chop them up and mm. snort them off mm. the system yeah. and pop them up your bottom. Yeah. But you've never, you would never do. I the on, the one drug that we used. I've to, taken CBD gummies. No, oh, you fucking legend. Yeah. The one we used to do as 15, 16, and and it's horrible. Is poppers. Have you ever done poppers? No. It's a bizarre drug. It, amyl nitrate. Right. Liquid gold. Yeah. You used to have to buy it from a sex shop. Right. There'll be people out there listening now yeah. who did it as a kid. Yeah. And is it I, illegal? No, it was legal to buy it through a sex shop. I right. never quite realised at the time what it was for. Yeah. It's for... We know what it's for. What? Loosening up the bumhole. Yeah. Should it... <laughs> For constipation. <laughs> yeah. Should have given but I never quite realised at the time, mm. on when I was going to festivals, mm. so like Reading, when I was mm. 16, 17, I used to go in and buy amyl nitrate. So you imagine what that looks like on the counter. A 16-year-old lad going and buying an amyl nitrate, like I was renting myself. No. I think they know that you're 16 and you're just being experimental. Maybe. I think it's obvious. It didn't have to wink at me, though. Oh, All <laughs> oh, the best. Need anyone to drive you up there? Uh, you were so weak, weren't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, as in you, you... Peer pressure. Yeah, gave into peer pressure. Not happy you in your love own, that. Not happy in your own skin. No, still not. <laughs> <laughs> Give into it. No, yeah. do you know I used to take it? Mm. it, it it's a weird thing, amyl nitrate. Uh, do you know what? We should try it once. No. No, because it doesn't do any lasting damage. No. Why? I don't, I don't want a big bum hole. No, I want you to have one. Right, you need to cut this bit. That is horrible. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Cut, yeah. cut that bit. That's awful. No, it's not getting cut. I don't want. No, it's awful. Why? It's just a weird thing to say. Yeah, which is why I've said it. <laughs> You used to have to do it through a cigarette. Yeah. So you'd uh, so you'd, you'd put the cigarette in. Yeah. It'd bring up the uh, yeah. liquid yeah. amyl nitrate, and then you just you, you wouldn't suck it. It no. tasted horrible. Yeah. But then it, what it used to do is to it send the blood rushing to your vessels in your brain, yeah. and it go and it's like having like a high, but your head your head it get thumping in your I'd head. I hate that. It's horrible. I'd hate I, that. I don't know why. why would you want to do that? I don't that? know why you did it, but it's to people who do it. It, like if like ever kink like like blokes these MPs you know the MP was found dead on the treadmill do you remember this years yeah, ago yeah. he had a tie around his neck he yeah. had an orange in his mouth yeah. and he had a dildo up his bottom yeah but he, yeah. he was asked to eat that that orange was full of amyl nitrate coated in it mm. and it's because it gives you a massive rush yeah but I, re I remember doing that in the back of a transit van not the orange <laughs> up the bomb right. the amyl nitrate why <sighs> why were you in the back of a transit van on the way van? to Reading who was taking you in a transit it van? It was my mate and his older brothers. It's not as seedy as it sounds. It sounds but, However, dreadful. this is, this is you. I've never told you this story before. Yeah. So we went to the Reading Festival, 1996. So, I, you know, this I would have been, what, 15? 16. No, 96 is just before we went to uni, 17. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 17. Yeah. Um, and... The, the problem is, is when you're when you can't get you there on your own steam. Yeah, you're relying on older people, and mm. the the brothers weren't particularly they weren't criminals, but they were a bit shady. They knew shady people, and I think it was all a little bit um, shady. Yeah, and and like looking back now, if I think of Olivia in that situation, I'd have been like, fucking hell. But I was sensible. I wasn't an idiot. So they were like that. One of them had to be late work until five so we left Leeds at five to get to Reading well you've missed Friday then 
it pissed me off a little bit because I thought I've paid for Friday. Mm. And we got there as the headline act was coming off which was Rage Against the Machine. So I missed Rage Against the Machine. I missed Offspring. Oh, because they were like picking them up from work. And I just think this is mad. Because if you were, basically, I should have gone on my own mm. early, mm. you know. And then they were off. Basically, when we got there, they were off just doing drugs all weekend and asking if I wanted any. And I was like, no, at the time I was quite, I, I know you don't believe that, but all, all I did at the time was probably smoke a bit joint. That's it. But I, I'm on that trait. But they were off doing Christ knows what. One of them, this is mad, right? On the way to the gig, as we came in through the thing at Reading, obviously there's three of them in a transit van. There's four of us in the back, like we've been trafficked. The security guards come and search it. One of them gets done for having a big bag of pills. Spends the whole weekend in the cells. Doesn't see any of it. Mad that, isn't it? Mm. That's who gave me a lift. Then on the second, so on the second day, I just went off on my own. I spent two days then on my own just watching bands while they all got off the tits. And I just thought, wow, what a strange weekend that was. And it's the stuff you get. I think when you're sort of 17, you do drift a little bit. And it's, you, you look and you think, oh my God, I was probably two or three steps away from being in trouble there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd have hated that. Yeah, I didn't particularly enjoy it. It'd have been a and nightmare then, But me. then the year later, we went with all my college mates and it was a completely Didn't you go to Glasgow? Yeah, but I went with all my mates and we all stuck together. It was brilliant. But then I think the power dynamic of being with people who are in the 20s when you're 17, mm. it's weird mm. and it never works. And I think looking back now, I should have gone, that's not, yeah. that's not me. But yeah, so that was my experience. But amyl nitrate, it's a weird drug, mate. People still do it. It's still out there. You still buy liquid gold. Is it definitely not illegal? No, because it's considered... Um, it was. I think it was under the same... I'm just going to Google it. Uh, under the same... Uh, oh, not you and your Googling. We'll be here for three no days. It's, I think it's under the same umbrella as like a sex thing. So I don't... I'm sure it's... If you just put poppers in, amyl nitrate, poppers... What does it do? Tell me what it does to your brain. I want to know. Um, we, animal nitrate. Is animal the first nitrate. Oh, animal. Animal nitrate. Amyl. Am it? Is it animal nitrate? Is the first single by suede. Yeah. <laughs> You've Googled the wrong thing. You and Google don't go together. <laughs> you just... Animal nitrate is the first single by suede off their debut album. Amyl nitrate is a chemical compound with the formula blah blah. A variety of isomers are known, but they all feature an amyl group attached to the nitrate functional group. This is far too technical. Just okay. I'm just going to um, put in poppers. Can I just put in poppers? Wait a minute. It says here. Right. Um, Toxicity. I've got it here. Effects of poppers. Sniffing poppers increases blood flow to the body, giving some users a head rush that lasts for a couple of minutes, a sense of euphoria, and an increased sex drive. They are amyl nitrate is an inhalable medication used to treat chest pain. Unlike other types of inhalants that cause a rapid, intense, and short-lived high, poppers are mainly used as sexual enhancers. Uh, they are banned, actually. Poppers may increase the chance of tearing during... Oh, God. Che tearing during sex. Aww. My bloody hell. Wasn't any of that going on. Anyway, it's... um. But yes, it was <clears throat> a big... Uh, it can cause death. Uh, but yes, it's a, it's a recreational drug filled uh, with... Uh, <clears throat> yes, you're right. <clears throat> They're called vasodilators, Gemma. Mm. So there, in some countries, poppies are labelled and packaged as room deodorizers, leather polish, nail polish remover, or videotape head cleaner to evade anti-drug laws. 
Oh, I thought it. So it's illegal. It was illegal to sell them in sex shops. Legal status, controlled drug, Medicines Act, nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah. Wow. Um, in the US, unscheduled, illegal under Crime Control Act of nineteen ninety. Yeah. And it's the same in Germany, unscheduled, unauthorized sale and purchase, illegal. Well, I just need to say then um, that was not true. None of that. You can't get done, done for retrospective things. But um, yeah, so a hippie crack, Gemma. Is that what it's called? Hippie crack is the uh, is the hailing of uh, hippie crack balloon. Is that guy that was inhaling that? Mm. But you've never, yeah, hippie crack balloons. Look, Awful. there you go. Nitrous oxide. It's what's known as laughing gas. One of the most recent drugs to be ruled illegal. There you go. Yeah. Is that what they give you when you're having a baby then? Laughing gas. Nothing gas, yeah. So I think right. there's some. They're all come gas from a point air. of legality, I think. But you, you were very. You never dabbled in any of that, do you? <sighs> but I just it made Too me scared. Yeah, I don't know how we got onto I'm this. Such a wimp. I don't know. How, oh, it was the man. I'm in not Cardiff. a wimp, but I'm just nah, nah. Yeah, and and the final thing that I did in Cardiff, we went out for dinner. Oh yeah. And I got the menu blindness again. Oh no, you've been doing really well lately. You've been really assertive, really sort of decisive. Do you know what it was? What? Went, went out with some other comics mm. who were really nice. Mm. We, we went for lunch. It was perfect. Went to a Mexican, mm. really nice Mexican, Oaxaca. I think it's a chain, but it was really good. Sitting there, the menu was massive. Oh. And, and it all came flooding back. This is the problem. Because they all sat there. The guy who showed us had been before. So he was calm. He just went, uh, yeah, I just, I recommend the burritos. And, he, and there was sides. I'd have just gone for do, a burrito. Do, do you know the problem is? Is when, when I get the choices. So there's like tacos. Then you can load your taco. Go burrito. But then you can add another Always one. Always go burrito. Then you can add a side. And then you can, why not build your did own you tacos? Did you have a burrito? What did you do? They panicked me. So they said, why don't you own your own tacos? Why don't you do all this? And I just, I looked at the menu and I couldn't see anything. Did you get, did it? And I just panicked. Did it turn out bad? Someone in front of me ordered a taco and I just went, taco. I just, I've just started copying. I went, taco. And he said, can I have a side order of seasonal greens for him? And he went, I went, taco, seasonal greens. Uh, and then someone said, oh, there's a special for um, like, there were like patatas brafas with a uh, thing on. And then I went, that's special because the, the waiter stuck it on as like a post-it note and I went that so I literally panicked and pointed and then the tacos arrived and they were alright they were alright his burrito arrived delicious fucking hell it's the most angry I've ever been oh Scott I, even I could have told you go burrito but when his burrito arrived I Always nearly went oh for burrito. this is how can this happen again you're an idiot I just got the menu blindness I got the menu blindness mm. and, and panic. I panicked and, and I, someone helped me get, how do I get confidence in my order? I can't make peace with it. It's, it even as I give it to the waiter, I just feel like going, oh, for f Jesus. It, as he disappears, I go, no. In a Mexican situation. Go burrito. I would always go burrito. Do you know where there was, there was a point in my brain as he was walking away, I was going to go, change it and then you know when you're with other people you think oh don't be that guy and so I, I held it back and I knew I could see it happening in slow motion Gemma I could see the burrito the mistake happening I'm sorry I'm just so sorry about it one of the girls we were with who was yeah. a comedian Mario Lane um, she's got a shellfish allergy Ooh. so they said have you got any allergies and she said shellfish well fuck me they went that was like a mechanical pro they don't piss about do they have you seen how it, how it happens if someone says they've got a slight shellfish allergy? They went, he says, well, I can't take your order now. Um, just wait a minute. And he brought out a special menu 
this other person came, the manager came to take her order. Every food she had had a flag in it, red flag, said shellfish on it. Oh, God. What did she order? Prawns. <laughs> no, she didn't, but it was like, it was one of those moments where we're like, oh, shit, they're really on that now. Because the, li- the liability of it, if they get it wrong, is massive, in it? It's a fucking nightmare. You imagine that if you had, like, shellfish, wheat, mm. in all, and you were a chef, you'd be I, like... I think if I had any friends who had allergies, I'd have to stop being their friend. <laughs> it's just too stressful. What? Um, can we go out for dinner? Yeah, um, I'm not very good with gluten. Uh, just a coffee then, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a nightmare, I can't it? be with you because you shit yourself after you've eaten mussels. Yeah. It's a weird reason. Well, it's weird because on Friday night, I helped out with the craft fair at... And not, yeah. How do you fit this I in? Know. So I, I helped out the craft fair down at school and um, I was serving the hot drinks. So it's from the kitchen canteen and on the kitchen yeah. wall, there's about, there must have been 50, maybe more photographs of kids. Wow. And underneath written what? their allergies. Because this is the thing. What a nightmare. Just briefly. Nuts, gluten, celiac, dirty dirt, dirty dirt. Now, oh. listen, because this is something that fascinates me. Hmm. And I was thinking about this a lot years ago none of this was flagged so were people just shitting themselves swelling up having uh, hives all over their heads probably what, or but has something happened to us as humans in our in our um what's it called mm. ecosystem or our bodies mm. have we become intolerant to things Possibly. Because do you, do you not, why are there more, I'm going to bloody Google it. Mm. Why are there more, why do you think? No, let's not Google, let's have a go at it ourselves. Why do you think? Why do you think? But are there more allergies? Or is it just that we're aware of them? One, ah, right. One theory about the rise of allergies is that over the last 200 years, our diets have gotten dramatically different in terms of what we eat. The types of food we eat saw more processed food, more less less fresh fruit, God, and vegetables. So people tinker So actually, almost like your body isn't being exposed to its stuff, so therefore it becomes allergic to it when it is. We cook differently, we manufacture differently, we grow differently, which is the problem for the microbiota that have evolved with us. So for millennia, for thousands of years, the diet with the same or similar diet, and now they've been flooded with more fats, more sugars, less fiber. So it's basically, if you combine with that with our gut microbiome, then you're throwing off the immune system itself. Oh, did God. you do a... Yeah, I was trying to do your lips to see what it felt like. Listen to what I'm saying. I did listen, but I was also copying your lips. When I did that panel show, I could feel myself doing it. Oh, no. Well, it's, it's on the radio, don't care. But at one point I went, lips. No, you did In Mentally, I did. Yeah. So... It's interesting. It that. is weird. Don't you find that fascinating? Yeah, I, I do. think we've learned something there. We, well, we always do, don't but we? But I've said before, every day is a school day. The tinkering mm. with processed foods is the reason why obesity is, you know. Yeah. If you eat, you're not eating pure. Yeah. We're tinkering, and these manufacturers are tinkering, and we don't know what they're doing. So do you, there must be more allergies then. Do you not find that fascinating? Yeah. That's when you actually think about that. That's like a fucking horror film. Not really. It is. Food companies are making what allergies. If, what if one day everybody's allergic and we all just have a massive anaphylactic shock and the the nation, the, the population of the world is just wiped out? Well, if you uh, have a wonderful Christmas yeah. with your turkey. Do you know what? No, but everyone gets fat eyelids. Do you know what? Seriously, though, I watched Planet Earth 3 last night. 
before Strictly. If I have not seen Planet Earth 1 and 2, yeah. will I know what's going on? No. It's that was a joke so, that you passed on, wasn't it? It's so depressing. Why? Because basically Planet Earth 3... It's just an advert now for the impending doom of the yeah, Earth. That's is. all these programmes are. And I'm, I'm beginning to be... I'm a bit tired of it. I know, David Attenborough, that the world is on a fucking collision course. I just, but I won't be here. And I'm not using... No, that's I'm not, not the right using, attitude. I am not using... That's not a, the right attitude. I'm not using a cardboard straw. You can't straw just say... To, to save a koala. No. I don't care, David. No, you do care. I do care. I know. It's nothing... I can, and it's just so... It was frightening. I was quite glad Sophia hadn't watched it with me because it's just terrifying. So what's your take out then? You watch Planet Earth 3 and what are you going to do? I felt helpless is what I felt. Yeah. I felt really helpless. So what's the message then, Gemma? We can't just have the fear like, and do nothing. What I don't get is... That's all these programmes are was, now. It's just PR for the end of the There Earth. was a big section on this woman who goes undercover um, against the trade of ivory mm -hmm. right so like this whole family of elephant elephants have been, elephants elephants <laughs> had been wiped out for this haul of ivory right. and he was selling it it's ridiculous it was that, like undercover it? cameras Horrible. the 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 haul was worth about five thousand pounds or twenty five thousand pounds or i can't remember but it was basically a year's salary for this guy and then i thought <laughs> to myself the thing is he doesn't give a shit about the elephants because all he's thinking is, I need to feed my family for a year. So That's it's survival why. of the fittest, so, I suppose. Well, I'm just thinking to myself, what is, is there a way that those people can survive without doing this? Because there must be from time immemorial some sort of, you know, things were killed that shouldn't have been killed because people... The survival of the of the human race, we find ways to make a living. Basically, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Is like, but where did that guy live who was doing the ivory? I don't know. I don't know. It's just it is awful. It's awful to think that extinction could happen because we're slaughtering these beautiful animals for their fucking ivory. You know, it's awful. It just feels like such a non-reason. Yeah, it's not like he's doing it for no, food. No, it's not like he's doing it. You're doing. You're taking such a tiny part can we of not, something. Can we not find another way for these families to sustain Well, they're not going to work at Amazon, are they? No. But, I mean, you, you but also, then there was a section on the Amazon rainforest and these indigenous people are, they've gone, they travelled to Brazil for this um, protest. And it's just devastating how much of the forest is getting cut down all mm. the time. And I'm just like, and even the Brazilian government, I mean, what are we thinking? Don't we think? Because this is when I feel really detached from it all. Because I'm like, what can I do in Nottingham to stop the rainforest being cut down? You know, and I'm just like, you oh, can live. It just feels what like, you can do. Why are the governments not stopping do, do, it? Do you know what you can do? Because they need to make the money from the farming. But isn't there another way to make the well, make, make a living? The problem is, is you've got people living probably where there's no industry. There's no, but there's. I, I just think. As a Western, a Westerner, a Western society, which is, yeah. like, you know, you can obviously, you look at someone shooting an elephant yeah. for its tusk yeah. and you think this is... That's mental. It's always but been But I wanted wrong. to climb... It's like killing a shark for its fin. Yeah. It's always been ridiculous. But I wanted to climb in the television <laughs> and say, right, David... What do you want right? them to do then? No, right, David, yeah. So let's just say, for argument's sake, we're going to never cut down any more forests, okay, in the Amazon rainforest. 
how are we proposing the these farmers and people make a living now? But Gemma, what, what are we saying? Gemma, What's going to happen, Gemma? Because all these soya beans that are being made to feed not people, livestock across the world, because we need meat farms to provide the beef that's the demand is there for the meat, and you know it's like. So what are we going to do if if we're not making this much meat in the world? Yeah, but. The problem is, mm. I think the problem is, you're coming at it from a point of these people are doing this to survive, mm. to get a living wage. Can I tell you the problem? Yeah. Companies and greed. Yeah. It's always the way. Yeah. Because it, it's the greed mm. that means they're cutting down more rainforest than they need to. Yeah. It's the greed that means that they are farming more intensively than they need to. It's mm. all about profit. It's mm. always been about money. Mm. And, and it's it, you're asking for people mm. to accept less mm. to preserve something that yeah. they see no yeah. profit margin in. Yeah. yeah, ethics. Look, this is why the NHS always struggles, and this is why people who work working care never get paid properly. Yeah, because ethics has never got enough of a profit margin. Do you understand what I'm yes, saying? Yes, I do. Yes, ethics I do. is never. Yes, I do. Ethics is never on the stock market. No. Do you know what I mean? I do, yeah. If if the NHS was a massive business like Amazon, it'd be fucking sorted. Well, let's just think if, of this if, though if as if well. If it produced profits like Amazon, yeah. people would be falling over it to keep it working properly. The thing is, let's, that's the problem. Let's just think this though as well. Let's just a- say end tomorrow. Of my rant. Let's just say tomorrow we stop supplying meat to supermarkets, right? So you go in Sainsbury's, Tesco, wherever. And there's no meat anymore on the shelves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No meat. No frozen meat. No nothing. No ham. Mm. Nada. Crystal clear. I've got that. Okay. I've got the no meat scenario. <laughs> so the knock on from that is that whole industry. What are we doing with the, what, what, how many jobs would be lost if that industry disappeared? So pigs, Intense, cattle. Yes. <sighs> What what happens there? Where do they go? What do they do now? Well, the people have lot said the future is in a plant based diet. I but, know it is, but I don't know but how. How you... long is it going to take us to turn this Titanic around? Is what I'm saying. Well, this big ship <clears throat> of mass production. It's an attitude. It's not going to happen, it's is not, it? It's not. And uh, I think that the idea is. Can I just say what there might be an idea here? Mm-hmm. I think the idea is we need to live self sustainably. So everyone has to be responsible for their own output and their own well, environment. I'll tell you now, I'm veggie then. Because I ain't killing no animal f- to eat it. I'm such a hypocrite. I couldn't yeah. do it. Couldn't do it, though. I know I couldn't. No, no. I, well, I don't. I don't mean you have to go out slaughtering animals. No, but if you're saying <coughs> I have to have me a little bit of livestock on my garden, is that what you mean? No, I suppose I mean in things like you try and uh, grow your own veg. If, if everyone walked instead of used a car for certain things, if everyone yeah. changed their life mm. to feel to feel mm. more about the planet and mm. the world about them, it would make a huge difference. But people are a product of their own convenience, mm. and that's. That's partly mm. the problem. We we have created a perfect storm. Mm. Processed, look what we're talking about with the allergies. Processed foods. Mm. We've got intensive farming. Mm. Supermarkets putting fucking strawberries out in yeah. November. Yeah. It's all mental. Yeah. It's all designed to make yeah. profits. Yeah. And we're too far gone now to mm. reverse. We're all convenient. We're all obsessed with technology. We're all obsessed with driving and flying. And you're actually trying to get us back to a time that I, I think it's gone. I think it's gone. And I think I think it almost has to implode. I, I don't know. Maybe that maybe they have to we have to see it go to 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 reset. 
I don't know, it's a terrifying thing, but these these programs, like you're watching this Planet 3, all it does is make you panic. And all it does is make you think, how do we change it? But maybe we need to make people panic a bit. Mm. Maybe we are just too complacent. I mm. don't know. I don't know. I do think... If you've got any ideas how we can <laughs> save the planet, please do drop us a line to bwtbpod at gmail.com. Um, if any of the issues we've discussed this week have caused you to feel panic about the planet, have a hug with somebody. You you love teeing up those existential crises with, no, with I, no solution. I know I ain't got a solution. Um, it troubles me. It I can really see it. It's troubling me. you. Well, I often... Just, but your carbon footprint... This, well, no, you did your bit this weekend. You went to a vegetarian restaurant. You've chipped away a bit at that. Mm. <laughs> but I, I often bit. sit and like, I'm staring at that Christmas tree and I'm looking at the plastic that's hanging off that tree, hmm. right? Every one of those is a bit of oil. Every yeah. one of those took energy to make. Yeah. You know what you should be dangling off those? Mm. Handmade shite. No, but no, the, pine no, cones. No, but then I look at that indigenous family that live in the forest from... They survive on what's around them and they have little possessions. They have, yeah, you know, they live happy, fulfilled lives. But I need that tree to make me feel fulfilled. I need those dangling lights behind your head. I need the knickknacks, the shit on the wall. I need the new pair of jeans I've bought. I haven't bought a pair of jeans, but I'm just saying I, I, I need the... The, the 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 nice cafetiere over there i need the you know what what can how I just can tell we you reverse something? that you do not need i have told you this before buying those constant led lights buying that stuff that's pumped out of china stop that but i don't I've, stop it i haven't because bought, it's an industry i haven't bought any this year i, I reuse now what i've got but even even so it does distress me to think what was I thinking the other day about like, I don't know, if you thought to yourself, right, I'm going to have new carpets. You rip up those carpets. Where do the carpets go? Mm. Dumped. I, I still get so troubled by emptying the bins. Where's it going? Where's it all going? <laughs> We've had this. Where's it all going? <laughs> and no one's going to answer it for you. you th- do you know what? Every so often on this podcast, I listen to these all the I'm time. Literally, you get about 20 in and, and you then pacify I come back yourself. To it. And then 20, 20 later, where's he going? Here we go again. Yeah. Same but anxiety. I feel like I'm going to get in the car on Friday and follow the bin lorry. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to get out of the car when they get to the, to the place where they go. The landfill. And I'm just going to look and stand there and just go, I can't believe it. <laughs> can't believe it's all coming here. Studded in Ivy. And I'm going to go up to the man. I'm going to say, excuse me, who's in charge here? Uh, yeah. And I'm going to say, excuse me, where's all this going? Where's it all going? And he'll, he'll say? What? He'll say, we're going to dump it in a country that's less powerful than us and they can deal with it. And I'll go, we're going to ship okay, fine, it. bye. Yeah. Because what they'll turn around and go, oh. should we put it in your garden instead, mate? They'll ship it to a country that can't... Do you know what I did yeah. yesterday, Scott, after being at the cinema? India, probably, I don't know. Do you know where I went? Went into Tesco, right? Walking down the corridor into Tesco, you know, past the threading shop, you know, where you get your eyebrows done and that. On the right-hand side was two massive containers for soft plastics, it was called. So people had bought their old plastic bags that needed recycling. It was overflowing. Yeah. 
right? Two of them full yeah. and loads of them stacked up on top. Jenga, people, doing Jenga yeah, on it. Yeah, people have bought like, you know, a bag full of bags tied up bags on top. And bags and bags, bags and, bags and, bags, and, and bags, bags and bags and bags. And I just looked at it and I thought, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Your little tear. What are we doing? Where's he going? What are we doing? No, but what are we doing? Do you know, do you know what I feel what like you're that? doing? What you're crying that? for the human race every day. Oh, fuck it. I, I am at a loss. I am at a loss. Now, do you understand why these people from Just Stop Oil do what they do? No. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'm, I'm sorry. They have come to that point that you've come to. And they are absolutely terrified. And they're terrified. No, they, they know. They feel desperate. <coughs> they're saying, unless we stop doing these fossil fuels, mm. we're not moving on. I know. Now, does it make you actually have a little bit of respect for them? Oh, just, for voting for with their feet and I, for, I mean, fucking hell, Gemma, mm. walking slowly in the middle of central London with the threat of being slapped round the head, carrying a banner, they're effectively the disciples of the environmental movement. They are sacrificing yeah. their own yeah. safety. Yeah. And they're dying on the hill of environmentalism. Yeah. Yeah. It's dreadful, isn't it? You can understand why they do it, can't you? It's mm. annoying. Mm. And the thing is, as well, it's annoying to everyone else. Do you know why? Because we're just trying to get on. Mm. But the problem is, when you're trying to get on, is this a looming thing in the background that we're just putting off? Well, I think... We can't end this pod with an overriding no. sense of doom. It's Christmas. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's deal with the environment in the new year. Yeah. Jan January. Right. Listen, we'll starting we'll from... We'll come back to right. this point. Tell David. Mm. <clears throat> from January, mate... Start now. Yeah. Starting now in January. Not yeah. now. Yeah. January. Yeah. We're going to do the environment, mate. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's everyone's resolution. Right. Pop it on the we're agenda so, for January. January. Not now, because we've got yeah. Arthur Christmas to watch. But in yeah. January, ja start I'm on then. it. We're I'm on it. Starting then. Right. Starting in January. We're going to deal with the environment. Gemma's going to join Just Stop Oil. And I am going to now um, have some toast and marmite and everything will be right once more. You've got in the equilibrium of life. It's hard, Gemma. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it's darling. overwhelming. I, don't, I didn't think so, we were going to end the pod that way. I don't way. know how we got here, <laughs> but all I'm going to say is thanks for joining us today. Listen, guys, I want um, don't let Gemma's don't overriding let me depress sense you. of doom. Don't let me depress you. It's all okay. Do you know what Planet Earth's 4 is going to be? Just an hour of Attenborough crying. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Greta Thunberg just going, yeah. ah, David. Anyway, David. look, it's all good. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you so much for, for listening, listening to, to the... Scott on Radio 4. Thanks for <laughs> listening to us now. Yeah. Um, thanks for writing in. Thanks for being lovely. Thanks for being you. How do they get in touch with us, Gemma? BWTVpod at gmail.com. They know this already. Yeah. Contacts on Instagram. I don't really go on Twitter anymore. Knock yourself out. Have a go on there if you want. Do you know Scott what? will see it. This episode comes out on the 17th. Yeah. yeah. The one after this. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve, mate. Christmas yeah. special. Should yeah. we do a Christmas special? Yeah, we are doing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And I will have bells ringing next time. Oh, my God. I know. This girl is unbelievable. Yeah. She can't contain her Christmas spirit. Anyway. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, do Thanks get in touch. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Have a lovely day, Gemma. Whatever you get up to, I'll know because I'm here. Yeah. Um, have a great day out there. Thank See you so ya. Much. See ya. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the pod. Love you all, Brew Crew. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>
tune in, it's Sunday morning.